Excuse me. <laughs> I think I'm in the wrong apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me, bro. Oh my god, it's like... <laughs> what a run we've had so far, eh? Yeah, it's like, been a crazy year. It's been a long time well, coming for this But I mean, year. like, we've known each other three years? Three and a half years now? Three and a half, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, and yeah. And like, look how far we've come along, bro. I'm so happy. You it's know? crazy. Like, From those open mics at uh, Yak Yaks <laughs> yeah. to uh, the big leagues doing yeah, yeah. bar shows. <laughs> bar shows, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Now, uh, instead of doing three minutes, I'm doing five, right? <laughs> like, you know, we're going places. That's true. We're going places fast, <laughs> yeah. too. Hell yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. How's your day? It's good. It's good. I went to, uh, I met up with uh, Byron, yeah. uh, Byron Bertram, and uh, my friend who did my, uh, my headshots, uh, Andrew Girard, and Sharon Mahoney. So, yeah. actually, just before coming here, the reason why I was a bit late was I, I went to go see Sharon perform a uh, her street performance stuff, and I, I tell you, like I've seen Byron yeah. perform too, and it, it's interesting how the skills are interchangeable between stand up between and, stand up and oh. street performing. So, like you know, they're starting off. There's like no one in the audience. Yeah, and they're gaining an audience. I so saw videos of Byron doing it. Insane like, of how he just builds oh. the audience around him up to like a few hundred people. Oh, easy, like insane. They, and these guys been doing it for like you know what twenty years or something yeah. like that. So like. You know, just watch them when they when they're in a room where it's cold, and watch how they still are able to at least get some sort of reaction mm-hmm. because they're used to the street performing. Stuff, right. You know what I mean? It's it's absolutely amazing. So, thing I learned from it is like that. Uh, you know, when you go to open mics, you're you know that's a resilience training right? mm-hmm. because half the time it's mostly just comics. Anyways. I was thinking about it because when Chappelle stopped doing uh, like shows mm-hmm. and stuff, when he kind of disappeared, mm-hmm. he just apparently did like live shows in like parks oh yes i heard about that yeah he would just get a mic and a and a speaker and just do shows in the park that's right yeah i think he was doing that before too right like when he was younger oh probably like i i've heard that like him and i don't know if, i want to say there was someone else that did something yeah. similar to that where you know literally it's like you find any way to get that practice in you just know make your I mean? own opportunities exactly, i guess yeah yeah i was yesterday <laughs> It just from I saw one fly fly around. Oh yeah, I <laughs> murdered like thirty fruit flies. Oh yesterday. shoot! Hey. And it wasn't even a trap. It's all in cold blood. I rather have fruit flies than those other flies. Oh, which one? The uh, you know, like the regular flies that they, the the buzzing ones. Yeah, the buzz. Yeah. Those ones, are like the really big ones. Mm. The mm. fruit flies, at least you know the food is organic. That, that's just fair, right? that's like, fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you want the yeah, okay. Um, well, so I'm excited because not a lot of comics are in committed relationships. These oh days. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And your podcast is dating, dating. Yeah, yes, that's... which uh, apparently I do a lot of. I don't know. Oh, you're you're a very good looking man. You're a stud. If I was single, I'd have to reconsider my options. Let's not mess around. This is, this is. I'm just gonna be playing that on the loop uh, for bedtime. This is gonna be my. Oh my god, ASMR. I love it. Oh my god. Um, 
send it to my fiance. She'll be so happy. <laughs> this cheating motherfucker. Can I swear on this? Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, this cheating motherfucker. Him right <laughs> I get beat. You won't see me for a couple of weeks, but it's okay. I mean, I'll have some makeup on. So afterwards. the secret is an abusive relationship. Uh, listen, is what you're saying. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta give in somewhere, right? <laughs> and it's not that I love to get beat. Wink. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. I know I'm not into that shit. Yeah. But uh, no, um, <laughs> I don't even know where I was going with this. This is this is why I don't do improv. I, I write shit down and I sit on stage. <laughs> so uh, we talked. I think we talked a couple of times about how like you figured out what what it was like. What kind of person mm. would work for you? Yes. Through a few failed attempts. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, you know, that's the biggest thing. Like, cause I'm, I'm 38 mm. and you know, I'm pushing, pushing 40. I'm turning 39 this year. Wild. So, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. another couple, like year and a half and I'm 40. So it's like, uh, one, like if I were to look at myself, like if I were to have the opportunity to talk to myself when I was in my early 20s, mm-hmm. I would say just stay on your course. You know, like don't be afraid of failure. It's just like comedy, right? Like mm. it, when you go do an open mic, you can't be afraid to fail. Like, your your heart's gonna get broken. That's that's for sure. You know what I mean. Right. If you don't take the chance, then you're gonna end up the very resentful. Like I mm. I think you end up resentful and things like that. If you don't take chances, just because it's like you know everybody comes up with that narrative in their head. Oh, it's the other gender's fault or same gender, whatever they're into. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. It's always like for example, I got this. Uh, you know, I have a few friends that both sides male or female mm. and they're like the men here or the women here in vancouver are just bullshit i'm like no you're bullshit like <laughs> you know like figure your shit out first yeah. that's the biggest thing like throughout all the failed relationships that i've been through now i'm no i'm no expert it just you know yeah. literally hit and miss right yeah and i dodge as much as i can but you know what i mean it's like you know you, you you go into a relationship, it either works or it doesn't. It's really that simple. Mm. I think when when us as humans, we make things a lot more complicated. Yeah. I like So I'm going to use a lot of, like, for your listeners out there, I'm going to use a lot of like comedy analogies because right. that's the most that's prominent we, thing yeah. in my life right now, right? Mm. So it's like we make things way more complicated. So like let's say, for example, you're, you're trying a new joke out. Mm-hmm. What's the thing that always pops up in the comic's mind? It's like, is this joke going to work? Mm. It's the same thing for going into any relationship, going on any, any date. Is this relationship going to work? Is this person going to be the right fit? Like For some, it's, it's like, will we have anal within the first four days? Absolutely. And that's, you know, like, you know, that's just like, it's a standard. I mean, nowadays, <laughs> it's a standard. you know, these younger bucks, I mean, you know, back, back in my day, it was all yeah. about like, you know, am I going to touch your hand and then like, you know, Aww. go jerk off for 72 hours afterwards. <laughs> And then I look at uh, I look at kids now, and then well, not kids, but like you know the younger gen now, and they're all like, "Yeah, man, got anal." I'm like, "Word, <laughs> I can't even fathom." You know what I mean? Like yeah. uh, whatever, whatever floats the boat. So what was uh, young Buck Ender like? Jesus Christ, fearless! Like no, I, I wasn't a, because I did theater and all that. I wasn't mm-hmm. afraid of rejection. Like when, every time I got rejected, it hurt like hell. You know, like um, it was just like I, I, if. I was a bit shy, but like, I didn't, always said to myself, I didn't want to regret 
not asking. So, so you would come up oh, to girls and ask them. Like, I would straight up ask them because, like, that's another thing too, right? Like, none of that, none of that bullshit of assuming. Never assume. That's the mm. that's the one thing I'm glad that when I was young, I learned that very young. Never assume shit. You know what I mean? So you know, some people that hang out and then they're they're too. I, I, I'm going to be very blunt. They're too weak to confront in a way the situation and the, what the confrontation is is that. Hey, where are we going with this? Are right. we just friends? Are we, you know, like that's a really big thing. And how can you be in a relationship if the other person doesn't know? <laughs> right? Like, it's like, so it's like, so it's like you have to ask. You have to there's, have that. There's a lot these days. It's, it's so like. stupid. I see so much of that shit, and I'm just mm. like, you know, if people in their 30s still do this shit. Think, like, oh, I would tell John, me about like, it. John, you know, like, you know, we're hanging out for so long, and like, you know, I can't believe that you know she wasn't into me. I'm like, did you ask? You know, it's so mm. simple, but it's so hard. And because natural fear of rejection, right? I think that's what it is. Yeah, I feel that it is on one end, like asking is a fear of rejection. But mm -hmm. on the other end, I feel like people have this, not expectation, but <clears throat> they're like, oh, I don't want to hurt them. So I don't want, I want to let them down easy or whatever. Oh, that's bullshit. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So I it's like on it. both yeah. sides. So people it's don't stupid, ask, yeah. but also when they ask, they don't get a straight answer. Yeah. It's, so it's like it is that too. kind of bullshit on both sides sometimes. Yeah. And that's, but that's where you have to like, I think if you're experiencing, let's say for example, you're the person who's straightforward and mm. the other person's wishy-washy, drop it. That's yeah. my, drop it like that, that was drop it like it's hot. Like it's yeah. too, you know what I mean? It's, that's that's a red flag of it on its own, right? Because later, what's that? What's what's that saying? Oh, I'm just gonna stick around, and then maybe if something better comes along, I'll. Oof! Seriously, that's, yeah. it's happened to me, and like you know, and I'm not saying that like I'm some fucking saint. I made a lot of mistakes too. I fucked up a lot in other relationships. Mm. You know what I mean? Like to be fair, I fucked up just as many times as others have done me wrong. You know, so what it is is that we have to look at it like how do we grow as a person, and then mm. that's when I realized. I have to focus on myself. I have to make myself a stronger person, a better person, someone worthwhile. Mm. And once I know, once I know that I'm at that level where it's like, okay, I know I can treat people with respect. I got my shit in, in order. Right. You know what I mean? I got a stable job or whatever it may be. Right. That's when you know you'll, you will attract people like minded, whether it be like, this, I'm not necessarily talking about like a potential mate. I'm talking about like people in general. Mm. That's what helped me screen out a lot of people. So when I was younger, I was hanging out with a lot of degenerates, right? And like, oh, fuck them. I don't care. They, they hear, if any of them hear this now, they're going to be like, oh, I, yeah, he's talking about me. And I'm like, fuck. And, but, you know, we all grow. So to be yeah. fair, they may have grown and go a different path too, right? That's like, fair. I, I want to be, I want to be fair about that. Yeah. But like, we, we were all degenerates, right? Yeah. So like, you know, but at the same time, um, because I had a lot of older friends. Mm. They were the ones that were like, John, this is what you're looking for. You're not in it for, you're not in it to like get the numbers count. You know what I mean? I was never that kind of guy. Um, I always wanted to have that one girl that I dated. And then the dream was get with the one girl, stick with it all the way through to the bitter end. That wow. was, that was my dream. And then I became the fucking slut of the group. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Oh, dude. It's it horrible. And like, and I was like, there was a point where it was like, because when I was younger, I was like literally 100 pounds lighter. Like, I'm about, mm. well, I'm probably 220, but like, I was like 150 pounds and same height, right? So it was just like, I look like probably one of those Korean boy band members, you know what I mean? Like Hell legit. Yeah. So that's why it, it, it was like one of those things where we would go out, we would open bar karaoke, we would sing. 
bring out you know, it wasn't hard for us to like gather a group of people mm. and then you know by gathering a group then you just meet people and then you know go from there most of the people i dated were either friends or friends or of course online toward the end you know what i mean um but it, what's quite interesting is that like you know as a person when you grow and then you realize part of it is like when i in a in hindsight mm. i'm like it's easy to be like, oh, I should have done that first. But then, you know, you have to accept all the mistakes you make. Right. To see to, to, to see it, you have to live through it. Exactly, um, yeah. What I'm curious about, and we talked about this before, mm -hmm. but I want to I go over it again. Sure. So you went for these relationships. Mm -hmm. and, and, and now, from what I see, it's mm -hmm. the one. And oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. So what, what was the biggest change like was the change internal external uh between like the the mm. previous ones and this one that's a very good question i think it was internal because mm. once i figured out my boundaries and my crazy <laughs> you know like like in all, in all honesty right yeah. like like you know we're, we're dude we're, we're doing comedy right I'm, we're both working full-time jobs and doing comedy mm. well, well okay um, but hey, um, hey, hey. But you're quite unemployed. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, snap. Yeah, but but I mean, you yeah. know what I mean, right? Like, I'm, like I'm working. Wishfully, I want to be where you <laughs> yeah. are. But uh... but but like you know, it, it is a it is there's a sacrifice, right? Like yeah. I don't sleep. Um, this month, as, as I mentioned earlier today, it's like depending on if I'm doing two shows tonight, the count is like tw almost twenty five. Nice, right? And that's just for the month alone. So it's like. After I do my regular shift, and I'm working five days a week, mm -hmm. right, and just like every other office job, I'm going out there, I'm doing the comedy, and I need to find somebody that's going to accept that, mm. right? Now, here, here's one thing, like, a lot of people think, okay, like, now I know my boundaries, mm -hmm. right? Um, the way I look at it is, once you get to know your boundaries, not only do you have to find somebody that will, will accept you, but you have to accept them as well, too, mm. You know what I mean? So, every, and everyone's different. So, like, you find a partner, for example, my fiance, she's uh, extremely, um, very, you know, very career driven, mm -hmm. you know? She's working overtime like crazy, mm. you know? And, and uh, you know, there are days that I have days off, but she's working. Now, I don't bitch. I don't complain. You know what I mean? I mean, we do live together now. So, that's another thing. I'm a bit old school. So, it's like, we got together before the uh, pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it was very challenging because we were living in two different districts and, you know, there was at one point you couldn't cross the health zones. Oh, wow. Right? So, and if you did, like, we, no one knew what the consequences would be. And I didn't want to lose my job as a result. From right. If, you know, God forbid, yeah. I get pulled over. They're like, hey, you don't live here. What are you doing? Right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, it was really challenging a couple years. And then we, we decided to get a place together, move in together. And ever since then, it's, it's worked out just fine. And... Mm -hmm. Um, you know, she's five years younger than I am, right? And uh, so we're kind of old school in that sense, where it's like you move into, you know, you, <laughs> oh, you move. Like, no, I thought you meant like, old school in the sense that she has to be younger than me. Oh, hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually used to date older women. Like okay. there was a few, a few of my exes were younger than me, but personally, I. I like older women, mm. but it was kind of like when I was younger is because I okay. thought they're more mature. But so you guys moved in. We moved in pretty early on. I get um, a year and a, we were about a year and a half. Okay, and yeah, no, a year and a half or two years, and then that's when we yeah moved in together. And then um, for me, I feel like we, the moment I move in with someone, it's game over. Yeah. Oh, well, that's the interesting thing yeah. is outlook too. Yeah. Right. Because like, this is why it's so important to like really know your boundaries. Because then once you know your boundaries, and then you meet somebody, 
I knew within the first day I was going to marry this girl. Mm. It, it might sound crazy. It might sound like one of those people are going to be, oh, like, you know, it's, you're, you're one of the lucky ones. Like, bitch, I've dated more than any of you fuckers listening, so fuck off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, get the fuck out of here. I've been catfished. I've been, so you know, I don't give a fuck. Like, no, no, it's, 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 I hate this shit. I hate this shit. The yeah. people that always go like, like, stop feeling sorry for yourselves, God damn it. You know what I mean? Like, like buckle up. Well, and, it's like anything. People, yeah. People see the success and they're like, they oh, see it happened success. overnight. Yeah, they have no idea how mm. much shit you had to go through to find that one person. Mm. And like, and I shouldn't say that. That's not fair to like my exes. You know, like, my, I have a lot of respect. It's not, it, you when know, you say like, shit, I'm sure you're not talking about the person. I'm not talking, talking about, about the, the situation. Internal struggles and yes. situations. Yeah, the internal yeah. struggles, the situation, timing, you know, like right. all of that takes into play because sometimes people are just in different stages of life too. So, yeah. you know, and my, my, my dad's friend said it really greatly. He goes, it's not your job to make someone else happy and it's not their job to make you happy. Yeah. You guys got to be on the same level. And mm. I, I look at it the same way mm. as I look at an orgasm. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like if, you're having trouble making yourself come. Mm-hmm. How do you expect someone else to make you come? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, that's so true. <laughs> sometimes I, I don't do it as much now. Cause it's like, I also, mm, that's why I watch. I, <laughs> I don't do it as much now, but I used to as a joke, be like, how long, like mm. when you masturbate, how long does it take you to come? Oh yeah. yeah and yeah, if yeah. they're like, ah, you know, half an hour, I'd be like, I'm out. Holy shit. I've that, got, dude, I've got, <laughs> so. Those are very interesting questions. I've never asked anything. Dude, so I got, all right. Well, but was, you're good looking, so you no, can no, totally no. So I, I, I work out, right? Every <laughs> now and then. More. My, like, my, my elbow started hurting like, oh, yeah, on the yeah. inside, right? Yeah. And on the outside. Mm-hmm. And then I noticed like I went on a couple dates and then, you know, did some, Oh, some uh, some uh, extracurricular some, some uh, come over here. Yes, stuff. yeah, yeah. And yeah. I realized that like it's the inside. Like if I use my two middle fingers, you can never be Spider Man. Yeah, That's when like- I use my middle <laughs> two fingers, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the inside of my oh, my like elbow that hurts, right? Where oh, the tendon shit. is. And I went to physio, and they're like, "Oh, that's called golfer's elbow." Oh, shit. and I realized that golfers get so much pussy. <laughs> Oh my god, Tiger Woods, of course. <laughs> How did we forget? Right? We forget, right? <laughs> and then I also, um, only on my left arm, oh. the outside of the elbow hurts. Oh. And I talked to my physio and he's like, oh, that's tennis elbow. And Oh, I see. Had, I see. Oh, okay. So golfers get laid, mm-hmm. tennis players give a lot of hand jobs. Is, I guess I give a lot of hand jobs. <laughs> Shit. Well, like a tennis elbow son. <laughs> right. And it was like also the weirdest way to tell my, my physio that I masturbate with my left hand because it's only, it's only <laughs> on my left where it hurts. The right is fine. This is this is but, a funny conversation. But for y'all out there, I get golfer's elbow on both arms. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. I barely get golfer's elbow. <laughs> but oh yeah, God. so it's... That's interesting. Yeah, so I'm like... If it, I think it goes for everything. It's like if you if you can't make yourself come, you can't expect someone else to make you come. If you can't make yourself happy, you can't expect someone well, else to make you happy. Absolutely. If you don't love yourself, you can't expect someone else to love yourself. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. That's the biggest. Because I'll be real with you. I'll be yeah. real with you. I was that guy that was like, I was searching a lot of the time, and this is like again, these were my mistakes, right? I was in search for somebody who would love me. 
mm. right? To to uh, compensate for all the trauma that I faced when I was a kid, to be honest. Right. You know what I mean? And, I mean, we're comedians. That's most of us. You know, like, yeah. we got a lot of fucking baggage when it comes to childhood. You know what Baby I mean? Baby and dad like, issues. <laughs> mommy issues. Mommy issues. Like, and, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? But, like, in the end of the day, it's like, you know, when I realized that, when you come to terms with it, and then you learn to love yourself, mm-hmm. I think that that's, that's the takeaway. Uh, because once I was able to love myself, like, mm. truly love myself, Mm. The timing couldn't have been even better to to meet me, me my fiance. What was the change? It what? was um, I was okay with being by myself. Mm. So like, the moment I was like, you know what, I could live life and die fifty years from now by myself with no no marriage, no kids, and I'll be happy because I'm happy with myself. I found true peace. Mm. That's when I met my fiance. It's weird, right? See, you're saying these things. To me, um, Mm. I'd say I swing more on the introverted side. So I'm like, Mm. that's been me all along. (laughs) But I don't feel like that. uh, I mean, it's not for everybody. Yeah. Definitely, it's not for everybody. I'm not saying that my ways. But but it's interesting to hear. Yeah. Yeah. It's because, like, for me, it was like, because I am extroverted. Like, Mm. that's for sure. And that's why it wasn't hard for me to meet somebody and then right. be like, hey, you want to go for a coffee or whatever? And then you, you just talk with them. Like, this is another thing too, right? Like a lot of a lot of people, go, kind of going back to some people are thinking about anal right off the bat, right? Like, so the hint of truth behind it is that most people are thinking just to get laid. Look how fucking easy it is mm. nowadays. Like back when I, when I was a teenager, there was, okay, there was eHarmony, but you had to pay like $60 a month. No 17-year-old or 18-year-old yeah. could, you know what I mean? When I was like 17, 18, like just getting out of high school. You know, I was super shy with women. And then it was like, okay, I'm getting a hang of it. You learn how to actually have mm. that human interaction. You talk with the person, get to know the person. And that's when, this is where it's like both sides, right? That's when you get to know what the person's intentions are. You know what I mean? And if you're going in it just thinking about having sex, then don't expect to be happy. Don't expect to, you know what I mean? Find, find if, anything yeah, else. Like, yeah, like you're not going to find any, like you have Again, you have to be happy with yourself. If it's something where it's like straight on, like sex is all I want, and then the other party's like sex is all I want too, there's that mutual mm-hmm. agreement, and then it can work. You know, to it, me, it I can, think, but it's uh, the sometimes. So the you know problem I mean? for me is like, mm-hmm. and it's I guess okay. So I let's say I meet someone, mm-hmm. and they're like check off all the boxes, right, mm-hmm. and then. You know, it's progressing great. We're getting into it. And then say I take it slow. We don't fuck till the second date. Uh, (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't always have sex on the first date. I almost... Oh, I don't. Your, I for don't. Your listeners, he's so beautiful. It's like I, I would totally give no, it up on the that, first day for you, dude, for this man. This <laughs> is a year in. They know what I look like, <laughs> <laughs> and they still choose to listen. So oh, um, I love it. It's okay. Right, right, right. So let's say I take it slow, yeah. and we don't. You know, uh, we're just hanging out, figuring things out, mm-hmm. and then when it gets to it, we're not compatible sexually. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then, well, I guess it's like, it goes both ways, because it's like, if I meet someone right off the bat, and Mm -hmm. we're very compatible sexually, but we're not compatible in any other way, then I'm Mm -hmm. like, 
I guess I found someone to have sex with all the mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. But then if it's the other way around and I meet someone and they check off all the boxes, mm -hmm. but then sexually I'm like, something's missing or something's not quite the way, mm -hmm. uh, not necessarily the way I would like it to be because in most cases you can kind of ask and talk mm -hmm. about it. Mm -hmm. But if they're like, yeah, it takes me 45 minutes to come and I need like a drill plugged into me, that mm -hmm. I'm like, I've got, mm. I've got a mm. golfer's elbow. You know what I mean? You gotta learn to loosen up. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> that movement. <laughs> That's true. You just let it, let it go. I used so. to be a drummer. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so fuck, man. <laughs> what? No, that's that's an interesting question. So then I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. so then I'm like, oh, uh, I guess that's thing. a friend. So yeah, yeah. And then now I just gotta kind of narrow down between fuck buddy and friend. Wait, how, how old are you again? Guess. How old do you think I am? I always think you're like 31. Yeah, I'm 30. Yeah. 30. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 30. Damn. Well, so, the, well, wait, the wait, facial routine isn't wait, wait. helping. Me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because you're. It's because you're refined. That's what. That's oh. what matters. You're refined. Okay. It, you right. know that slick. That slick back hair. <laughs> You know, and like, let's be yeah. real, Eastern Europeans in general, like, you guys look, well. you look 30 for, like, 30 years, and then, like... And then we die. And then, yeah, and Asians, like, we, we, we're just loaded up on freaking preservatives, man. Dude, I gotta like, hop on that. I gotta <laughs> fucking snort some, <laughs> cut, cut some MSG <laughs> into my creatine. <laughs> Uh, oh man, see, that, that was a very interesting point because I used to I used to think like that actually, mm. and like now that I'm like 38, 39, you don't give a like, fuck. I kind of don't care. Like, mm. I mean, like, mind you, maybe my sex drive is but not my, as, you but know that's what I the mean? thing. My like, sex drive isn't that high. Mm -hmm. It also depends. I kind of like it depends off. It bounces off the person. Mm -hmm, like if mm -hmm. someone, mm, I I've met people that had a very high sex drive, and mm -hmm. I'm just like I can't like. I feel like my energy, well, they probably were also kind of draining at times, mm -hmm. but I felt like I just, like I either put in work here or mm -hmm. I put in work there. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, I got to make a choice and, mm -hmm. and my priorities are mm -hmm. kind of set. Even, yeah, yeah. even if sometimes the small head over there yeah. decides some things every mm -hmm. now and then, but I, I, I still, I still got my priorities. So I can't like do 40 hour a week. Oh yeah, in yeah. bed like yeah. I've got shit to do. But sometimes, mm -hmm. I've I've had people where we would have sex daily, mm -hmm. and you wouldn't feel like a burden. You wouldn't feel like a feel, yeah yeah like a chore. It would yeah. feel totally normal. Like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it all depends on the person. Yeah, I think that's true. It depends on the person. Yeah, it depends on where you're at in life too. What's yeah. going on? Right. Right, like as I know for myself, you know, my sex drive isn't that high. When I'm mm. getting older, too, I'm so focused on comedy, right, that like everything else is secondary for me. Yeah, it might sound well. Really I just weird. know that. I mean, not everything else. No, my fiance is always number one. <laughs> I know she's gonna hear this, and she's gonna be like, "The fuck, you savvy? Listen, I got you some chicken wings. Can we like just watch them like?" Cartoons or you know, anime. I got her hooked on My Hero Academia. Oh, dude, that shit is so, that good. so good. Yeah, <laughs> my, my buddy from university got me hooked on that. That's and a, oh, it's so inspiring. It's it's inspiring. Mm -hmm. It's got a full on like 
the kid doesn't have a dad, but he's got a dad figure, yeah. and it's like, oh, dude, I cry every episode. <laughs> yeah, it's dude. wild. I'm tearing up. She's like, what's wrong with your yeah. eyes? I'm like, yeah. oh, no, it's not like... Just think, dude, my eyes are like, <laughs> yeah, watering, yeah, just it's... thinking about it now. Oh, my it's... God. It's, so, it's such a good, like, yeah. the, the struggle. Oh, I can't stop. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually crying. Uh, it's great. Oh, no. It's such a good anime. You see, this... Okay, I, I have a complaint about, like, mm-hmm. all right, this is going to turn in an anime review podcast yeah. for a second. They have this thing where, like, every episode maybe has, like, two minutes of content. Like, actual story. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then everything else is just, like, filler bullshit. Yeah. So, if I, like, I can watch a whole season in an hour. Yeah. I think it's, like, Dragon Ball. You know, like, the or- Yeah, like, the built up and yeah. all that stuff and, like... This character does that, and it's like I know it's season mm-hmm. six. So like, true, yeah. yeah. It's like it's almost like they're trying to make it so mainstream because there's so many characters that, like, if someone were to just pick up from season that three, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, that, yeah, that's the only thing that I can think. But of. But you can also but, see from it, like, you, it's oh, if it, someone in a lot of cases, me, it's so obvious. With anyways, oh, if someone told me, like, one of my friends, like, oh, my hero academy is so good. I'm like, oh, did you watch the whole thing? I picked up from season three. I would sit them down like in Guantanamo Bay, have their eyelids like <laughs> taped open, and make them watch from season one. Hell I'd yeah! Be like, fuck you! you you're watching to. this whole thing. Yeah, it's, it's like so good, it's so good. And, yeah, like and I okay, oh, I man. only ever wa- like I watched maybe I can count on my all ten digits the anime I watched. Oh, like yeah, I'm yeah. not mm-hmm. big into anime in general, mm-hmm. but it's just certain things hit. Yeah, like yes. I I love I love like a superhero story. Mm-hmm. Not not like a super, but like um, what is it? Like an underdog story. Um, yeah, everyone everyone loves an underdog story. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, and that's so that shit hit hit. I'm sure. Though actually, that's kind of funny. We're talking about that anime. The the one takeaway from that anime is stop victimizing yourself. Oh, stop being the victim. You gotta believe in yourself. You gotta believe too. in yourself. Yeah, and like you got great power in you. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Like, and you know, to be fair, there's that. Sometimes you just need that mentor to be like. That's you what I was gonna it. say. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And. But then also, and so like to have that, oh man, I'm starting to so need- <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, because I've, I've had those mentor figures. Right, right? you and need the right people. You need to be around the right people. I find that people, a lot of people that are in bad relationships also have bad friends. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And when I say bad, I mean like, there were guys that I knew that they'd always be in like a shit relationship. Mm. And then I started paying attention to all the people around them. All the people around them would be talking shit, talking down about this person. Mm. The one person. Because there's always that one in the group if you always, you know what I mean? If you really pay attention and you look at all the social groups, I'm a floater. So I have many different groups that mm. I, I observe, right? And so, uh, there were a couple groups in the past that, that did this. They'll be like, you know, they'll give the guy advice and then, you know, them, like, then the people, like, the groups is all couples hanging out with each other. But it's like all the couples are like, you know, it's bullying, essentially, mm. right? So it's like, in order for them to feel good about themselves, you know, and uh, was it validate their their pitiful existence? Mm. I, I I saw how they were, you know. Oh, why aren't you doing this? Well, you should do this, and then everything they were doing, it was almost it almost sounded like they're deliberately like trying to down. Well, trying to keep the person yeah. at that same level so that now here's a story that we can talk about. Like you got to hear the hard truth, mm. right? So like my friends, my 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 inner circle, right? If someone's fucking up, we'll tell them. Mm. why are you being a why are you being an idiot right like what is your goal in life what the fuck are you doing why why did you cheat on this person what the fuck is wrong with you she was a good person mm. you know no bullshit 
I don't want to be hanging around with people that are literally cheating on like a really good person. Like I don't, I don't, I don't like to associate with people like that because like it's like I don't want to be put in a situation where some person comes up to me and be like, "John, were you there when?" This yeah, person, you're did like, you see that? I don't want to. I don't yeah. have time for that shit. Accessory to it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like I don't have time for this shit. Like mm. so, don't get me involved. So how do you break that cycle? Like for people out there with, I tell them to fuck off. Oh, oh no, legit. I don't. I don't fuck around. This is this is how I look at it. If you're mm. gonna cheat, shut the fuck up and tell nobody. You know what I mean? <laughs> Pray to God no one finds out. Right? Don't, don't listen like, to him. Don't cheat. <laughs> like, like, just don't cheat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. But if you're gonna do it. Shut your mouth. Yeah. Don't brag. And you know what I mean? And pray to God no one finds out. And that way, at least you have the respect of not dragging your friends into the mm. bullshit. You see what I mean, right? Yeah. Like, I, I'm, to be fair. But I, I feel like it's it's kind of like that, uh, the perfect crime. It you is. Know, the, yeah. Like the whole, the worst part about the perfect crime is that you want to tell everybody that you committed the perfect exactly. crime. Exactly. But like, the moment you tell everyone you committed the perfect crime, well, it's but not a perfect crime That's anymore. what was so fucking funny because imagine yeah. like 90 years old, I fucked 75 women and they all loved it. And then the wife is like, what the fuck? And you croak, right? <laughs> that, would be, that would be the funniest shit. Like if I was, if my <laughs> wife, if my wife of like 90 years, <laughs> I... Yeah, it wouldn't be the funniest shit. Like, I would, I, I like. She croaked after like, like fucking telling me, yeah. like on the deathbed, like, honey, I got something to tell you. I love you, hun. Like, and I'm like, I love you, honey. Don't leave. And she's like, I've been banging seven five men for the past ninety years, and then she dies. I would been like, God damn, she won. <laughs> she won. <laughs> no, but like, I mean, jokes aside, like, but that's the point. It's like mm. most likely they're you know people are gonna talk, so it's like. Just don't do it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, but for for people in open relationships and shit, that's a no, 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 oh. no. For people in like friend groups with, you know, oh, oh the, surrounded by sorry, people. yeah. Because in a lot of cases, like, yeah. I feel like people that are abusive, they like it's quite easy to see from the outside, but if you're on the inside, it's, it's very hard. It's hard to pinpoint. So, mm-hmm. how does someone like get out of it? I think like th- this is the toughest part, and it's to meet new people. How do you meet good people, John? Oh, this is okay. So <laughs> you look at people and like when you meet people, whether it be from work or like, mm. you know, just like random encounters and things like that, you just literally, you just get to know. It's a numbers game almost, mm. right? Then once you start meeting more people, then, you're, then your screening process is going to get better because it doesn't just happen overnight. You know what I mean? You, you need to, it's just like dating. It's just like anything else. You need to have that repetition, mm. right? So you meet people, you meet some shitty people, you meet some good people, you know, and then that's when you're, okay, you know what? I see these kind of red flags. Like this person's like, you know, let's say for example, um, oh, I see, okay, this person's like, you know, hanging out with. They don't talk a lot about like red flags and friendships. That's, you know that's what? That's an interesting thing. Yeah. Yeah. They talk a lot about uh, red flags in relationships, but but not well, like people, romantic, but not. Not friendships. Yeah. Friendships, because people don't realize that friendships are way more intimate than relationships mm. in, a, in a sense. Because these people know a different side of you. Like in, in, in Japanese saying, there's three faces that we all have. Right? Mm. There's a face that we show the public, the face that our family knows, and the face that only we will know. Mm. Right? So by knowing, by hearing that when I was younger, it got me thinking about like, you know, the whole thing on like, for example, like in uh, 
Asian culture now, because I am a mixed Asian, right? So Asian culture, there's a thing on saving face. It's really huge, right? Mm. But in Japanese culture, I mean, they do have that with saving face, but they're more leaning toward be honorable and have integrity. And if people are going to talk shit, you don't have to worry about saving face because real people will know what you are. Anybody that Ooh. believes the bullshit, let them be. Don't mm. waste your time. You know what I mean? So that's kind of like what separates some of the Asian cultures because some of them lean toward more the... We're not going to say... Who's better or worse? No, no, it's not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not a better or worse. No, 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 no. no. I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, yeah. oh, man. I'm just baiting yeah, you here. Fuck no. Gaslight. I've been gaslit. <laughs> I've been gaslit. Oh my god, I just saw fire on Granville Island. It was great. Sharon Mahoney. Oh, Ooh, the <laughs> Bring it back. Crazy. Um, but I get that whole like the three masks. Mm-hmm. The, I think one of the impactful phrases that I've heard mm-hmm. uh, in the past couple of years was um, someone was like, you are the person you're going to spend most of your life with. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And it's kind That's of like, mm-hmm. it's terrifying, but also cool at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why wouldn't you want to spend time with a cool person or a person you like? Exactly. Yeah. That's true. Like, you know, funny enough, like I look at it like this. If I can't, when I was younger, hated myself, hated myself Mm. so much that, you know, I, I, like I said, I was a floater. So I'd hang out with so many different groups. I was a bit of a clown. So a lot of people loved me because I was funny, but I fucking hated myself. And then, you know, why, why, why do you think that? Um, one was because I was a mixed Asian. I didn't know what to relate. Like you didn't have an identity. Like a a part, part of that. It was like, there was all, you know, there's always a bad apple in each group. Mm. So I face racism from each group, you know what I mean? And, or I shouldn't say, I don't know if it's racism because they're all Asian, but that, you know, that nationalistic bullshit, you right. know what I mean? And especially when you hear the shit from your own mother, you know mm. what I mean? Like, it's like, well, that's a complicated story, but you know, my mom would used to say some crazy shit, but part of it is that my father and mother divorced. So mm. my mom would say shit like, oh, you're like the fucking j-. So it's like, holy shit, you know, but you know, in hindsight, it's like, okay, pe- that's when I realized people resort to racism when they just don't know how to communicate and they don't know how to deal with the situation. So that's why, like, I have very thick skin when it comes to people being racist. I kind of don't care because I'm like, you're hurting inside. Go fuck yourself. You know, like, I don't know what else to say, right? Like, it's like, you know, like, what am I going to do? I'd rather have somebody call me a a racial slur than, like, pull out a gun. You know what I mean? Like, so. You're hurting yourself. (laughs) Go fuck yourself. yourself. Yeah, you're hurting inside. Go fuck yourself. Like, that's, you know. And and then, so it's kind of weird. It kind of all ties in together, though. It's like all these little things that I learned along the way. So going back to, like, you know, figuring out what kind of people you need to hang around Mm -hmm. with. I was, go- it was a numbers game for me. I was just like hanging out with so many different people that in the end I was like, oh, okay, some people are cool, some people. And, you know, of course, with the entertainment career in general, it mm-hmm. was like, I just didn't have time to hang out with everybody. I love, I love everybody, but I just don't have the time. And mm-hmm. then um, in the end, I mean, my close knit group right now, we're all busy. Mm. you know what i mean so it's like there's none of that this is the thing if you have a group of friends that they give you shit for being busy they're not your friends right like they're they're, they're, trying, to keep you they're trying to keep you not just down they're they're if you were in an intimate relationship with them that it'd be financial abuse mm. because they wouldn't want you going out anywhere they want you for themselves right. on their time there's some friends of mine i haven't talked to in like two three four years the moment I see them, picks up where it left off. You know Similar what I mean? Stuff, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, so it's like it, it, when you got to find those friends that they they appreciate your success. Mm. 
they don't have to support. Not everyone, like for example, women, we're, we're comedians. Not everyone can afford to take a night off because they either got kids or they got work right. or whatever. So it's like, that's not a big deal. But when you achieve... Well, well. <laughs> don't be, don't be too weak. <laughs> Again, I have like 40, like 50, 70, 80 friends came out for a show. Like, fuck off. Like, <laughs> go do a show in front of like 200 people that you don't know. If you can yeah. make them laugh, then great. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know... But like, like I mean, if you're out there and you can't afford a ticket, let me know. I'll get you a comp one to my show. It's not a big big deal, dude. I've done this shit for so long. Like not comedy, but I I did theatrical sketch comedy. Mm. Of course, I've done film. I can. There's a few people throughout the years who are like they'll come out and they'll support dear friends of mine. I I greatly appreciate them. Other people, they got kids and all that kind of stuff. I, I don't. I don't even bother. You know mm. what I mean? Like, I feel bad. I know they want to come, but they can't just because of their commitments. You know? Get a sitter. No, it's a... Uh, I don't care. Uh, it's, <laughs> no, honest, I just came to the I just I, don't yeah, care. Like, yeah. if you're going to come, you're going to come. Yeah. If you're if not, I don't even want that's, to think about. That's how I. Feel, yeah, because yeah. you don't want to you don't want to strain that relationship mm. either. You know what I mean? And like the trick is, I just don't. Because you can't say uh, it's so funny. I would match with someone on Bumble, and they're like, "Oh my god, you're a comedian." And I'm like, "Yeah, whatever, mm-hmm. no big deal." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like you know, it's just, it's just I just make people laugh. Stuff, that's all. You know, can you make bring, me laugh? I bring joy <laughs> to this world. No big deal. Oh my uh, god, but anyways, they're like, like you out. <laughs> They're like, do you have any shows coming up? And I'm like, yeah. Oh, like, shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not I'm not that passive aggressive. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I do. Like, I have a show there, there, there. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, can you let me know if you have a show in Kits? Fuck. Oh, and I was like, I have to bring it to you? And That's then hilarious. He'd be like, well, actually, yeah, I have, a, I have a show in Kits that day. And they're mm-hmm. like... Uh, do you have anything on on like Thursday, not a Tuesday? And I'm like, get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. That's, actually, I got a funny story about that with my fiance. So, oh, she's going to hate this. <laughs> Let's so, go. Okay, so when we first met, you know, she yeah. she sees like, like and I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie. All my pictures on Tinder were all the goofy shit, so I didn't look good at all. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then, well, not Tinder, it was uh, OkCupid that I used. And then um, after we started talking on OkCupid and then we started dating... You know, obviously she knows I'm a comedian. She's like, oh, so I want to come see you perform. So this is back 2020, mm. right? Because we got together December 2019. So 2020, uh, she comes out to the first show and I told her, don't come. I don't, <laughs> this, you know, because it was Susie's uh, uh, bomb shelter where you yeah. work out new shit, right? Yeah. So it was like that open mic kind of thing. I said, don't fucking come. I'm like, fuck off, right? So she comes and brings a friend. You know oh. what I mean? I completely bought. I didn't completely bomb. I got a couple laughs, but for the most part, I bombed. Right? Because yeah. it's all new shit. Yeah. Right? And and I'm I wasn't as strong as a comedian as I was then as I am now. Either, yeah. Right. So it makes sense. You know. So trying new stuff, I didn't know how to navigate through bombing at mm-hmm. the time. Right. She goes. Uh, you know. She was like, "Oh, that that, that was uh, like at the end." She, I was like, "Oh, what'd you think?" I'm like. <laughs> You know, like, I'd, I'd be honest, it fucking sucked. And she's like, eh, it's okay, right? You know, it's just like, oh, no. She thinks I'm a hack, right? Yeah. So then after that show, coming up the following months, you know, I'd go out to, like, Yuck Yucks Abbotsford because uh, Byron would would uh, right. give me some opening spots, right? So I'd do, like, five to seven minutes mm-hmm. or something. And that, obviously, do you do your killer shit then, right? Mm-hmm. So I would do it, and then they gave me more time, 10 minutes. Right. You know what I mean? 12 minutes. Every time did well yeah. in, in the room. 
She came out for one of those shows, and then she saw the whole room just fucking go wild. She was like, I, I wasn't even listening to your set. My jaw was just dropped to seeing them. You know what I mean? I said, this is why I didn't want you to come out to that open mic. <laughs> but it's actually good, because she saw the comparison. She saw too. the comparison, yeah. And then yeah. after that, when the Pro-Am happened, the thing that was my first milestone was breaking into, you know, from open mic to amateur, right? Mm-hmm. Um that night, it was such a special night because Sam Tawning, he he was there. He was the first guy that ever introduced me when I did my first set. Whoa. You know, as an open micer, right? And then he introduced me on stage for this program. And I was like, oh, I can't believe I actually yeah. made into the show. The crowd loved it. It was it was fun, right? Everyone had a good time. She and then my fiance was like, holy shit! You know, Sick. it was even crazier than you know the yeah. previous shows. Now she's seen me do it quite a few times that she doesn't even come out the show. <laughs> but like, but it's true. It's like, you know, you don't want, you know, we don't want, um, you go on a first date with somebody. It's like, you don't know what their humor is going to mm. be like. You know what I mean? And of course, as comedians, we, we don't want these people to come to our show. Dude, it's like, I, I hate when I would go on a date mm-hmm. and like, we're out for a couple hours. She's laughing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, like, I would say, oh, I, like, I got a show, whatever, whatever. And they go, oh, you're a comic. Tell me a joke. And I was like, oh. what were you doing for the past two Dude. hours? Yeah, really? Oh, my God. But you got to, you got to, you do, but to be fair, <laughs> you got to have that one for situation. That's true. You know what my joke is when oh. I, when people do Let's go. When the people are like, tell me a joke. Yeah. And then I'll look at them and be like, your mother says she loves you. <laughs> And then you just see how they react. Oh. It's so fun. Fuck them. <laughs> well, I'm like, oh, wait, Jesus Christ. And like, if they, John, that's mean. I'll be like, yo, how is it mean? I said, your mom loves you. Yeah. Like, that's not a joke. I'm like, is it? Though? Like, Go ask her. Call her right now. Let's find out. <laughs> I usually, I came up with this thing for, for text. Like, if someone's like, tell me a joke. Over mm-hmm. over message, mm-hmm. I usually say uh, stand up is a lot like sex. You mm-hmm. can do it over text, but it's way better in person. Oh, that's good. And that's they're good. like, "All right, okay, cool." <laughs> and then I, I adopted it in person. They'd be like, "Tell me a joke," and I'd be like, "Well, you know, oh my god, stand up is kind of like sex. Such a, like, such we a... can do it outside right now, but it'd be way better in a good setting and good lighting. Oh my you god, know, that's that so kind of funny. So I'm like, got it off my list. And then they, you're right. You got to have one. You do. You got to have one. Because yeah. like I used to get kind of angry, but it is your job. Exactly. Yeah. You got to. You got to be on the fly. You bring it. I mean, in the end of the day, let's say the, okay, never mind the relation, like potential relationship. Like this is why I think a lot of people are fucking stupid. Like depending on how, obviously how the value you find out about mm-hmm. the value. Okay. Oh, I, you know, I should mention this. Um, because I totally forgot to the thing about we talked about a while back. Remember, I said, you know, one of my friends, he's a sociology major, and he told me the, what you got to do, John, harvest the crazy within fifteen minutes, and if their crazy matches yours, then you're good to go. Yeah, right. Uh, and okay, the crazy. Okay, the, 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 uh, here's the thing. Here's the, the thing. Yeah. The vocabulary behind it. Okay. Yeah. The other part that I have to mention though is he told also told me it's your job to figure out what the other person's vocabulary is, mm. and then you'll understand what they're saying. And then you'll be able to communicate properly as well, too. Right. Because I use crazy a lot as a slang. Yeah. And some people may take it literally. Start saying wild. 
Some people say wild, right? Like you say wild. Apparently, well, I've met a few people that work with uh, clinically crazy people. Oh, yeah. So they'll say wild instead of yeah. crazy. Yeah. Same with like, I went to school like fairly recently. And mm-hmm. when I went to school, it was, it was very common to say savage, but apparently that's oh. a very bad. Oh, yeah. That's a term for, for, uh, yeah, that's apparently uh, original people. Yes. And yes. That's right. Yeah. That's I, what... Yeah. I remember I had, um, one of my managers at uh, a job when I was in university, mm-hmm. he was Aboriginal, this big dude, like 300 pounds, oh, yeah. six, seven. I was like, holy wow, shit. Yeah. Like, how do you not play basketball? Yeah. And he's like, my knees, dude. Uh, oh, dude. Oh, yeah. that sucks. Uh, well, he also, you know, got uh, golfer's uh, elbow, if you know what I mean. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Good looking man. <laughs> So envious, dude. I'm gonna. I swear, I'm gonna make it a phrase. That's like, you, like you that guy right there, golfer's dude, elbows. That's gonna. That's a bit for you, right? Yeah. There. Honestly, like yeah. that. That would be a funny bit. Uh. Anyways, and we're we had like a party, and someone said a story, and I'm like, damn, savage. And he's like, what'd you say? And I was like, what? Uh, the the you know, like this mm-hmm. thing, fucking wild. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh. He like realized that I had no idea. Oh. He's like, "Oh, that's a bad, bad thing to." Say. And I was like, "Oh, I didn't mean it like that." Mm-hmm. And I will try my best to to wean it out of my vocabulary. You, you know what? That's yeah. it's so funny. Everything that we talk about because we're on like the same wavelength, you know, I right? Think, right? And it's like this right here is a great example of like what kind of friend you need to have. Mm. You know what I mean? Like someone who calls out something that you may not know. But not get angry, you know what I mean? Like, right. I mean, they can get they can get angry, but it's like, they're, but they're doing it because they re- they genuinely want to see you do better. Right. You know what well, I you mean? You got to figure out the intention, obviously. Like, 100%. if the intention is to yeah. hurt, then yeah, fuck oh, those yeah. people. Yeah, fuck those uh, people. But right. if it's like out of not knowing mm-hmm. or out of like sort of ac- accident, more or less, yeah. then, then yeah. But you, well, I appreciate when people are blind. Exactly, because yeah. it's like that's the thing. It's like. Language is, you know, obviously there's certain words that are more popular than yeah. others. Oh, sorry. So, I'm what, so sorry. That's okay. I'm so sorry. You know, it's fine. Like they, they, with the table. they won't hear it. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Uh, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> but, but like, you know, people, because of the vocabulary, right, like, there are words that sometimes we may not know, you know, like, mm. let's be real, none of us are English experts. Yeah, you know, we're we don't great communicators. We're not great communicators. Yeah. So it's like, you know... This is where kind of like as human beings, we got to look out for one another. And like, mm-hmm. if you know, that's why I say if someone says something offensive the first time, give them a chance. Let them explain themselves. If it's just, yeah, give it, then you can give them a chance. You know what I mean? Like, if it's like, oh, okay, this guy genuinely didn't know, then, you know, yeah. okay. But if they're saying shit and then they're like being like super racist or sexist, homophobic, whatever the fuck. And they're and you're like, yo, dude, that's not cool. And they're like, I don't give a fuck. Then you're like, okay, I can mm. cut this person out of my life. And that, you know, that that's also another. It kind of all this shit ties into one another because it's like this is the same thing about going on dates. Because I find that a lot of people find one thing mm. that they don't necessarily like, or maybe a little bit of a red flag. But then they don't give a chance for the person to. They don't communicate and then give the chance. For, you yeah. know, the person to either explain for themselves. For me, it's like if I see red flags, but mm-hmm. the person is hot, second chances are all right. Oh, my God. That's like, <laughs> dude, the last time I did that, I thought I was going to die. Like, <laughs> like my fr- I, I was like, I was like, I said to my friend, I'm like, you sure I should give a second chance? He's like, dude, you gave this other, you gave your other ex a second chance. I'm like, fuck, dude. And he's like, 
what if she stabs me in the chest? And he's like, that's good. <laughs> what because, kind of red flags is that? You know, She's got knives in her photos. And it's like, dude, if you come close, I will stab you. Oh and you're like, mm. no, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. Yeah. It was like, we were in an intimate relationship. But okay. there was a lot of shit that were red flags. I, I don't want to go too much into the story because okay. I want to give me the surface save her. Uh, surface level. All I will say was that in her story, police were involved. Oh, no. But I still gave it a chance because I was like, okay, you know what? Like, you know, you you can't judge. You know what I mean? I want to say. She never got charged or anything like that. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. I feel semi-lucky, I guess, now talking about this. But, like, I don't think I've dated anybody who's been arrested and there's, I, I really <laughs> wish there's a few exes right now being like, nah, you're wrong. Ah, that'd be <laughs> hilarious, eh? Message yeah, me, please. I would love to know. Yeah.